Hello and welcome to the English with Colin podcast, a podcast for English language learners. My name's Colin. I'm an English teacher in Tokyo. And if you're looking to improve your English skills and gain more confidence in your ability to communicate in English, you've come to the right place. In these episodes, I'll provide you with short conversations in English that cover a range of topics, from everyday situations to more specialized subjects. These conversations are designed to help you practice your listening skills and pick up new vocabulary and grammar along the way. Regular listening practice is key to improving your English, and I hope this podcast will become a valuable resource for you on your language learning journey. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation. And remember, the more you listen, the more you'll learn. This is episode nine, and in this conversation, we're talking about commuting in Tokyo. Hi, Sue. Hey. How are you? I am very good. How are you? I'm good.、Um, so, we're going to talk about commuting、um, in Tokyo,、um, various different ways that people commute.、Um, the most common would be by train. Yes, I would say that is true. Well, Tokyo is such a big city、mm. um, that you will probably be working far away from home. Right, yeah, so there'll be a, quite a, a distance between where you live and where you actually work. Exactly, and also,、um, you know, living more central is more expensive. Right. So, you know, you would usually live、um, a little bit farther away from the office because it's a bit more,、uh, well, more affordable.、Mm-hmm. Uh, and you would、uh, commute into Tokyo. I mean, some even live outside Tokyo, like、um, Chiba or Saitama. Right, yeah,、um, and then travel over an hour、yes. um, to get into, into work.、Um, the average commute, probably what, 45 minutes an hour, I would say, probably the average person commutes that kind of distance. I would say an hour, yes.、Um, and in our experience,、um, well, when we lived in Shinjuku,、uh, I used to. Have to commute to work, and it was the one of the underground trains, one of the metro lines that I could take. But I didn't like <laughs> I didn't like taking it.、Um, so the train would have been about 10 minutes, I think, into Shinjuku from where we lived.、Um, so not long at all. But I used to walk, I preferred to walk, and it was a Quite a walk. It was about 45 minutes, 50 minutes walk.、Um, it was great exercise,、um, but <laughs> partly it was because I really didn't like taking the trains. No, and also、um, the metro line that we would take to、mm-hmm. go to, to Shinjuku was <laughs> one of the newest. Right. And it's so deep that it would take. 15 to 20 minutes to get out. I mean, not the one we took. Right, okay. Because、yeah. it was only one line. But arriving to Shinjuku, that line was quite deep. Yes. So yeah. Was... So the, the, the point here is that the, because it's one of the new metro lines、um, around Shinjuku, they need to dig pretty deep、yes. to find space to put this new line in. Where we lived, 
they didn't have to go very deep because the there were no other train lines around there. But um, yeah, so coming out at Shinjuku, you had to go up, I don't know, three escalators, four no, escalators? I think it was more like seven. <laughs> All the way up to the right, street. Right, up, up to the ground level. To the ground level. Yeah. It was it was more like seven. Um so yeah, that that wasn't uh, wasn't great fun. What about buses? People don't use buses. Yes, I think buses are are very common. Um, I would say I would take a bus because it was more convenient for me to take a bus from home to um, another station called Ikebukuro, mm -hmm. and from Ikebukuro I could go to uni to university just one line, so I didn't have to change lines, which is something that in terms of commute in Tokyo, is a very good thing. So you don't need to change two or three times right. uh, to get where you need to get. So the bus took you to the train station? To the train station. And from that train station, I was able to um, to take only one line. And the buses, I, I liked the buses. The buses usually are more filled with older people mm. and children, school, school kids. School yes. kids. Uh, and it's very funny because, you know, they all come out at the same time. They're very little. And <laughs> you can hear them coming and then they start coming onto the bus. Onto the bus. Yeah. And, um, it's absolute chaos. Because it, they have sweet. these special kind of backpacks, these very traditional Japanese style um, school bags that they obviously carry on their back because they're really heavy. But they have no sense of space so they just hit everybody with their really rigid leather <laughs> backpacks their school bags and they're uh having fun they're talking to each other they're yeah, not aware they're shouting at each of other anyone else absolute chaos <laughs> when these kids get on the bus um yes it's a tense moment but we all deal with it um yeah. but they're very sweet uh always when um a school kid um leaves the bus as says thank you to the driver yeah they shout they, they shout because there's two doors there's an on door and an off door exactly and uh when they when they get off the bus they'll stand and they'll shout thank you to the, the bus driver which Absolutely. is very sweet um not many people drive not many people commute by car uh in certainly in central tokyo um parking is very expensive owning a car in Tokyo is expensive because you need to pay for parking space. And the, the, the more central, the more expensive exactly. the parking space yeah. can be. I did, I've heard. It uh, can be crazy. Yes, it can be crazy. If you're looking for a parking space around Roppongi or Aoyama, Azabujuban or somewhere like that, it can get expensive. Well, there are many houses uh, in the city centre that do not have parking spaces, That's for true. example, because yeah. it's convenient. You can take the metro, you can take the trains, uh, bikes. Bikes are a very good way to, to move around uh, central Tokyo or yeah. within your area. You always see loads of bikes, yeah, students, Bikes moms. For, for short commutes, um, yeah, taking the kids to school, um, maybe going to the supermarket, um, or going to the train station. So again, it's, you know, we talked about buses taking you to the train station, but also bicycles being used um, to take you to the, the train station. Yes, there are um, places when you, parking spaces for bikes and you would pay your monthly fee, I guess. We've That's never right. done it. And um, yeah, that would be your last kind of 
um, legged, let's say, from mm -hmm. from to your house. Right. And then you can do that on a bike. You leave the bike, you take the train, and then you come back, pick your bike, and get home. Yeah. Um, taking the train at the, the rush hour um, in Tokyo is, is quite an experience. It is an experience, but it's also a different experience depending on where you take the train. There's, mm -hmm. There are stations that have certain um, unwritten rules on how to deal with a lot of people that are not necessarily the same as other That's true. stations. I guess because of how the station is designed, yeah. they have to deal with it differently. One example I found was in... Um Ikebukuro station, the Maruno Uchi line, they had a very specific method of getting people onto the train. And um, they had a lot of people on the platform, a lot of staff on the platform managing kind of where people stood. There wasn't a lot of space to stand on the platform. So everyone had to kind of stand shoulder to shoulder within sort of very set uh, spaces. So yeah, I think that's that's a good example of a station having to find a solution to the large volume of uh, people trying to get on the train at the same time. Yeah. And that's a wrap for today's episode of the English with Colin podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening to the conversation and found it helpful in your language learning journey. Remember, the key to mastering a language is regular practice. So make sure you listen to our podcast regularly and keep honing your listening skills. We appreciate your support and feedback. So if you have any comments, questions or suggestions for future topics, please don't hesitate to get in touch with us. You can find our contact information in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And I look forward to joining you again next time for another conversation in English. Until then, keep practicing and take care.